This recession is destroying your money and your lifestyle, whether you understand it or not. For instance, a recent study in New York found that a $100,000 income actually felt like $36,000 per year, meaning that you have to make nearly three times as much to feel like your income is effective for that lifestyle. But while recessions crush most people on average, is there a way to use a recession to your advantage and actually make money during this difficult time? Like most things in investing, you can benefit from a recession if you know what to do. Well, let's start with some basics. What is a recession anyway? Most commonly, a recession is declared when the country experiences two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, AKA gross domestic product. But of course, negative growth is another way to say decline, which means that the US output would have declined for two economic quarters in a row to be defined as a technical recession. The National Bureau of Economic Research, NBER, looks at retail activity, it looks at payroll changes, industrial production, personal income that's adjusted for inflation, and a number of other factors to decide whether the economy is contracting or it's actually growing on the GDP basis. Now, it's important to know that the NBER won't explicitly state that two quarters of decline equate to a recession, but they do say that the drop should be spread across the economy and endure for several months. Part of the problem in getting a decisive answer about what a recession is, is that the Federal Reserve measures to actually combat this inflation and unemployment aren't instantaneous. They actually take time to take effect. So if the Fed raises interest rates this month, as it likely will again, then the effect of that action may not be noticeable for some other time down the road. Other factors may have changed by then in the economy, so there's nothing exact about that economic science. So what does this mean? This means that the Fed essentially balances on a high wire, trying to cool down the economy when the inflation is too high on one side, as it is right now, but not too much or too fast on the other side, which could lead to a major recession. Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, reported that tightening, AKA increasing interest rates to slow down the money supply, is not finished, likely not by a long shot, although it does appear to be working at least in the short term. So is a recession always bad though? Well, for most people, a recession is a very adverse event. One of the most significant impacts of recession is typically rising unemployment. This affects a lot of people. And it's actually a vicious cycle when you understand the dynamics. First, demand drops in an industry. Then companies lay off workers when that demand drops. Then those people who just got laid off and other people end up reducing spending because there's concerns that there may be more layoffs or they don't have that income at that moment in time. In addition, people who lose their jobs may also then lose their medical insurance, which is one example of causing additional economic issues to add to the situation and making it worse. And to make the situation even more worse, especially for those that just lost their job and are still unemployed, all costs typically rise in recessionary environments, especially when there's heavy inflation involved. This in turn, as we know, decreases the purchasing power of every single dollar, meaning everything that you have in savings, everything that you're about to buy goes up, meaning everything that you have in savings goes down in value and everything that you're about to buy goes up in pricing. On top of that, borrowing becomes much more costly if the Fed is raising interest rates to try and slow down inflation. Most credit cards, for example, have variable interest rates. 
meaning using your credit card for necessities or emergencies will cost you much more if you're carrying a balance. So what exactly is the good news in all of this? Well, the good news is that you may be able to actually benefit from a recession if you know what to do, like we said. So for instance, when the stock market drops, that doesn't necessarily mean it's time to cash out. Most of the time, that's quite the contrary. Buying low and selling high is the most commonly invoked adage about investing for a good reason. That's how you make the most money, especially in the stock market. However, if you panic because stocks are dropping and you sell at the absolute worst time and you get a loss out of that, then you may surrender a potential gain that you could have obtained by just being patient and letting the market work on its own. The same concept applies to real estate. And it's how I actually made my first big break into the real estate industry. When I was just getting out of college, it was the dead center middle of the Great Recession financial crisis. And literally, and the sky felt like it was falling everywhere. Everywhere you looked, there was market devastation. But I knew that I wanted to be in real estate someday. And I had done enough research to realize that the pricing of the real estate market was extremely low at that time. What does that mean? That meant there were huge opportunities to invest for those that did have the money at that difficult economic time. And while most people were having a really rough time during the Great Recession, including me, by the way, I did know that not everyone was broke at that time. Someone had to have money, which means someone had to have that opportunity to put that money and those deals together and to make themselves and investors a lot of money off that opportunity. So what did I do? I worked with friends and family to take advantage of the market how it was at that time. And even today, we still have some of those assets over a decade later, and they've been extremely successful for us. So the number one thing in downturn recession investing is timing. And that means both personal and market timing. Now, if you're close to retirement and you're expecting to need to cash out those stock investments during a recession, the advice to be patient may just add to your frustrations in that moment. But it actually doesn't mean that it's bad advice. In fact, that might be the best advice. For example, following the 2008 Great Recession that we just talked about, when the S&P lost almost half of its value, it recovered that in about two years. Now, does that mean that everybody recouped their losses? No, actually far from it. But the market overall regained its health pretty quickly. Similarly, although the stock market contracted around 30%, just as recently as February 2020, during the initial COVID-19 spread, and all the subsequent business interruptions and closures after that, it did recover its value within about six months. So using the same idea, you can also improve your personal returns by investing carefully during recessionary periods. Like the advice you heard, buying the dip is actually good advice on a big scale, and it makes sense in this context. Like you may have heard many times, buying the dip might be amazing advice if your timing is correct and it makes sense in this context. If you're confident that a particular company is a good value, for instance, don't be afraid to invest in it during a stock market contraction. If you do your research correctly, it's an opportunity that you just have a big bargain on that stock that you were gonna buy anyway. Another opportunity to consider is income investments during bad markets, especially when there's a lot of inflation. First, let's use the example of dividend stocks. Publicly traded companies that make a profit can reinvest their earnings into the company or they can share them with investors by issuing dividends. Some investors focus on dividend stocks exclusively to create a potentially steady source of income for themselves. Many companies pay a specific amount per share 
on a quarterly or annual basis. The dividend yield is the dividend amount divided by the stock price. Using the yield to evaluate the value of a stock helps you equalize the potential regardless of the stock price. Most often, dividend investors look for companies with a long, preferably uninterrupted, history of increasing dividend payments and not missing them. A popular group is the so-called dividend aristocrats, which are S&P 500 companies that have paid an increasing dividend each year for at least 25 years. Wow. But there's an even better investment option that I like during down markets, and that is fixed income investments. In down markets, often with how chaotic the stock market can be, it can be really risky going really big on one single stock. And while you've heard me talk about how I do like certain ETFs, another major opportunity that I typically take during down markets is a fixed income investment like an income fund. The reason for this is that income funds can often be backed by assets that are not related to the stock market. So you can have a really stable, reliable income stream during a recession while the rest of the market is going crazy. This allows you to hold your stocks with confidence and not sell them in the wrong time while still getting the income you need on the other side. This is what I personally do because it allows me to balance both concerns at the same time. As a matter of fact, this is literally the reason that we created the Saint Income Fund because our investors were wishing and asking us if there was an option to match stock market returns, but still have the flexibility to get their money back quickly and also having the income come from real estate instead of publicly traded companies who are making decisions in rooms that you and I will likely never be in. But those decisions have a huge impact on us financially when we're invested, don't they? There are many great fixed income options, but I recommend looking at income fund options to balance out your portfolio. And lastly, consider real estate and real estate investments in inflationary times. While homeowners, for example, may struggle with their investment in their home during a recession, especially if they uh, lose their job or have an adjustable rate mortgage like many do, commercial real estate investors, on the other hand, may often enjoy better results during recessions. In fact, investing in rental properties in recessions may often allow the asset to appreciate more in the near future and typically offer a reliable source of passive income along the way. In this way, commercial properties may often actually benefit from economic downturns. Any recession can positively or adversely affect other commercial sectors. Think positive for self-storage and industrial, and adverse for office and retail, for instance. In this recession, think positive for self-storage and industrial, and think negatively for office properties and retail property. But still, savvy investors may want to grab a bargain on those property types or many others as well. For investors that are reluctant to enter into real estate acquisitions themselves, meaning buying the property personally, this is often an amazing time to consider a real estate investment fund or other real estate investment assets, as these investments can offer a greater opportunity for more passive investing, so you're not dealing directly with tenants and toilets, while often getting even higher returns than you would normally, because you're buying into larger properties with more investors pooling their funds. With the more money pooled together, a fund, for instance, often has access to deals that everyday investors will likely not, just usually on sheer price alone. And as Warren Buffett once famously said, 
Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. When fearful investors shy away from things like real estate investments, that might be the right time to jump in if you're taking Uncle Warren's advice. If you are considering some investment options and you're in the position to do so in this environment, I recommend looking into our own Saint Income Fund, which at the time of this video has actually been beating the stock market while being 100% real estate backed and offering a steady stream of reliable income. I'm gonna put a link in the description below so that if you're interested to check out what we're doing or even learn from what we're doing just as an example, that you can check out the Saint Income Fund right now. Also in this environment, it's extremely important to understand the long-term economic factors that are at work today. We recently had a huge presentation drilling down into inflation and how we could be looking at over a decade of inflation ahead due to many factors. Hit the link next to me now to learn about the economy we're in and where the economy may be heading in the future. Decade of inflation ahead, how to navigate this, how to manage your portfolio and invest through this. And something really interesting happened is while we were going through this, the understanding is that most people, most news outlets, most investors, especially on the retail side or earlier investors, don't understand what the biggest headwinds are or crosswinds and drivers behind different economic forces, et cetera. 